Welcome to the Fantasy Football Show. Now, unlike uh, some other organizations, we do allow copious amounts of drinking here. The show to tune to for fantasy football knowledge. So if any of you took Doug Martin early, there are flasks over there on the table. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Dear Lord, please help homeless friends understand that make-believe computer football is no excuse for using the internet to be mean. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000, ESPN Chicago app, and 100.3 HD2. Welcome on into the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Jeff Meller here with you every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Helping you set your fantasy football lineup, 312-332-3776. If you've got a fantasy football-related question you would like to have answered here on ESPN 1000, you can watch us on Twitch today and every day, twitch.tv slash ESPN 1000 Chicago, where right now you can see me holding up the Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, which, of course, the fantasy football show is presented by, and also Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. So check me out on Twitch if you'd like to right now. Or you can also always hit me up on Twitter at Jeff underscore Miller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. If you're new to the show, I run through all the key injuries and the latest information you should probably be aware of before you set your lineup today. And then after that, we proceed to have fun and banter and discuss all of the fantasy football dilemmas we have as we tackle these fantasy football leftovers, if you will, after a Thanksgiving full of scoring and touchdowns has either put us up by a lot of points or put us down. Let's get it going. And now on third down, Fields are naked and there's room to run for Fields. Oh, Fields, baby. Turn it on the speed. Fields on the angle. Trying to outrace Okuda. And it to the goal line for the touchdown. Oh, wow. Well, Chicago fans, uh, unfortunately, all signs point to Trevor Simeon being under center for the Bears today. Now, I will point out that Ian Rappaport said last night, about 10 hours ago, the Bears plan to give Fields an opportunity to warm up prior to Sunday's game, but he's considered a long shot to face the Jets. So, in all likelihood, we're getting Trevor Simeon today against Mike White, probably for fantasy purposes, probably for the best, because I know a lot of people who have been riding the Justin Fields train to lots of victories over the last five weeks would probably be at least very tempted to consider starting Justin Fields if he was active today. And even though Rappaport says that it's a long shot, it doesn't look like that's on the table. And I think this does really put a damper on all built all Bears skill position players as well, because Honestly, it looks like it's going to be tough sledding against a very good Jets defense. So I think anybody calling in with Bears options today, likely that I'm going to be looking at your other players that are available because I'm not feeling great about what the Bears are bringing to the table today without Justin Fields. Burrow throwing this side of the field. Jamar Chase with the catch and up the sideline. And there he goes. Jamar Chase to the end zone for the touchdown. A little bit of more bad news here as Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase, although he had a good week of practice, it looks like uh, he's not quite ready, not expected to play today. Now, Joe Burrow didn't really miss him last week. T. Higgins has been the primary beneficiary of 
Jamar Chase's absence. Of course, Tyler Boyd's been good as well. I will say also, Joe Mixon has already been ruled out to that concussion he suffered last week against the Steelers, which looks like Samaj P. Ryan will be the back who gets the most looks. You saw him score three touchdowns last week. He's a pretty good receiver out of the backfield, so Samaj P. Ryan looks like a good play today if you are looking for a Joe Mixon replacement or if you are fortunate enough to nab him off of waivers earlier this week. Jacobs, here he goes, plowing into the end zone. Touchdown, Raiders, 10 yards. All right, so we got a little bit of a scare. Anybody who relies on Josh Jacobs on Friday when all of a sudden he was added to the injury report with a calf injury, but he's listed as questionable per Adam Schefter, though. He is likely to play against the Seahawks, barring any setbacks during his pregame warmup. I will, of course, add the all-important caveat that Vegas takes on Seattle in Seattle today. So that's a 3.05 kickoff, which does make things a little bit problematic if he does have that pregame setback. So just make sure you have an alternative, but it looks like he's good to go. So even in a tough case scenario, I think where you potentially had some of your backups or your bench players locked because we did have three Thursday night games or Thursday games, um, I do think now, based on the reporting we're getting, Josh Jacobs likely to play, probably worth holding out and uh, putting him in your lineup. Again, just be aware, still has to test out pregame. There is a possibility that he doesn't play, but uh, all signs are looking good right now. So second and goal. Samuel again, looks to use his speed. Debo Samuel's in. Touchdown, San Francisco. Similar situation here. Again, though, Debo Samuel listed as questionable with a hamstring injury. He is expected to play against the Saints today, assuming no setbacks in pregame warmups. So, again, very similar situation to what I just laid out with Josh Jacobs. Probably somebody you want in your lineup at this point, especially because the way the 49ers offense is operating right now. The volume doesn't seem to be there for any one particular player, but they're scoring enough points and enough touchdowns where you probably want to get most of your 49ers skill position players into your lineup. First down and goal for Tampa Bay. Leonard Fournette. He's in. Touchdown Bucks. So this one is good because we have clear-cut information. Leonard Fournette is out, not going to play today. And this is very encouraging for anybody who took the plunge on Rashad White who was productive with over 100 yards a couple weeks ago when the Bucks were taking on the Seattle Seahawks in Germany. They, of course, have had the bye week in between. They return to action today, and Rashad White looks to have a huge role. He'll be the lead back, and I already think, based on his performance from that game in Germany, that we were making headway to him becoming the lead back to begin with. And Fournette's hip injury certainly has accelerated that situation. But this is a really good matchup for Tampa against Cleveland, who has struggled to stop the run. They're the second worst run defense in the league. Only the Houston Texans are worse. So Rashad White, I think if you grabbed him off of the waiver wire or you've had him on your bench this last few weeks, he is, for the most part, I think a definite must start for most teams out there. Mostert, touchdown. And the Bears let that Miami offense go right.
right through him on a long drive, 75 yards, one-yard touchdown, plunge, Mostert, Miami on top. Now, this one is interesting. Raheem Mostert is listed as doubtful, so don't expect him to go today. Generally, when you get that doubtful designation, you're not going to play. He also has not practiced the last few days during the week here, so I don't expect him to play, which means that Jeff Wilson gets this tasty matchup against the aforementioned Houston Texans that I was just talking about, a terrible, terrible run defense. So Raheem Mostert out, or I'm sorry, doubtful, so I'm not expecting him to play. Jeff Wilson, get him into your lineup. I think he is also a must-play today. Edwards in the backfield, record the block. There he goes for six. And the Ravens have their first lead today on a seven-yard touchdown run by Gus Edwards. So looks like Gus Edwards is going to return to the Ravens backfield alongside Lamar Jackson. And boy, they've been struggling of late, so they could certainly use the boost from him. The Ravens, you know, I think the real question is if you have a strong backup quarterback option, do you consider putting Lamar Jackson on the bench at this point? Because he's really, really struggled over the last month or so. So he really hasn't been the guy you drafted and expected. But I understand it's really difficult to to go ahead and put him on the bench when uh, he hasn't really been producing the way you've hoped. You know, the struggles have been there. Maybe Gus Edwards returning to action will help them out a bit. I think that's the only hope for Lamar Jackson owners. And I will say, though, I think I'm riding it out in the league that I have Lamar Jackson. But I will say that if he struggles this week against Jacksonville, it is going to really, really concern me and cause me to pause next week when the Ravens have the Denver Broncos, a stout defense, a stout run defense on tap. So something to keep an eye on today for uh, Lamar Jackson owners out there. Just inside the one, Stafford wants the fade. Robinson, touchdown Rams! All right, so Allen Robinson it does not look like he is going to play today. That is probably, like, foot injury, likely not to play. And honestly... If you were looking into Allen Robinson, you're probably grasping at straws. Maybe maybe you're a Cooper Cup owner who is just trying to find a solution somehow, some way. Uh, Allen Robinson will not be it against the Chiefs today. And Matt Stafford also not going to play today. Nope. Now, this from Ian Rappaport. No plans to shut down Stafford yet this season. Um, honestly, the Rams offense has been so bad. I don't know why you would want any part of that. And if you are in a league where you have to carry two or you you know you're in a league that's a lot of the teams are carrying multiple quarterbacks and so you need a backup I would certainly look at some alternatives because I don't think you're going to want to play Stafford if you're forced into that situ- situation later this year so um, I think I'm I, I said it last week it's okay to cut Cooper Cup I think it's okay to cut uh, St- Matthew Stafford because honestly without Cooper Cup that uh, is problematic in regards to the Rams backfield they released Daryl Henderson this past week. Again, same situation, though. You know, um, Kyron Williams, he looked solid last week, but I don't trust this offensive line at all. So I don't want any part of him. I guess throw him on your bench if he's if you have a spot and he's available. And uh, Cam A. Akers, we've seen how that's played out. It would be surprising to all of a sudden see him pop up and become the lead back again for the Rams. And again, it is a horrible offense right now, so not loving that. And now Murray to the end zone. Brown touchdown! So Cardinals get 
Kyler Murray back today. At least it looks like that. And Marquise Brown will come off of injured reserve. So you've got a couple players who are returning to the Cardinals offense, which is certainly much needed for them. Uh, They get the Los Angeles Chargers today, who will be without. First trip to the red zone for the Chargers. He throws down towards the end zone and is caught down there by Mike Williams. And if ever you needed the example as to why guys should not necessarily rush back to get out onto the field with a high ankle sprain, last Sunday night with Mike Williams was all you needed to see to reinforce that. Makes a spectacular catch along the sidelines early in the game and never returns. Great catch, immediately re-injures his high ankle sprain. So not sure how long he'll be out, but I know that anybody who sees Mike Williams active the next time is going to have a very difficult time trusting him for that first week back until they see him make it through a game completely. So uh, understandable, also probably feeling, I guess, hurry up and get better, take this week off Mike Williams, hurry up and get better, and then get out onto the field and get through a game so that fantasy football players can go ahead and trust you moving forward, hopefully, for their fantasy football playoffs. I'm Jeff Meller, 312-332-3776. Right now, looks like we have one line open. So give me a call right now if you want to jump in, if you've got a fantasy football lineup question. We do it every week during football season, 8 to 9 a.m., talking fantasy football with you here on ESPN 1000. The Fantasy Football Show is back with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. He's listed as questionable. Questionable. What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. I mean, they know if they're playing. They know. They should tell us. That's 312-332-3776. This is The Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. Multitasking here on the Fantasy Football Show, presented by Telemore Dew Irish Whiskey. Multitasking, I take your phone calls and we discuss fantasy football while I keep an eye on Belgium and Morocco right now. No score. Morocco disallowed goal early in the uh, late in the first half. Offside. It was the correct call. So we will continue to monitor that and talk fantasy football with you. Let's kick things off with Scott, who's in Maryville. Scotty, what's going on, my man? Hey, my good man. I got a questionnaire. It's a PPR, a flex spot. I have Damian Pierce in there right now. Mm-hmm. But all things, you wake up and you're overthinking things, maybe. On my bench, I have George Pickens. I have Donovan Peoples-Jones. And I have Samadji I just picked up. Are any of those guys potentially a good swap out for Damian? Or do I just leave him in? He is a horse. And I was just wondering if there's some positives. I hate the matchup against Miami today with the Heat and uh, the game script and everything else. But, you know, maybe you just go with the, with Damien. So yeah, I'll get off the phone and listen to you, but I was just wondering about just picking one of those four. Yeah, you know, it's um, it's tough because P. Ryan's a little bit enticing because he has the full workload, right? Uh, I will say, like, you know, the Dolphins' run D certainly has been one that you can you can run on. Now, the reality is, though, the Texans, what are you looking at, right? Maybe a touchdown or two if you're fortunate enough and you got to – Hope and pray that Damian Pierce is the one who gets it. So that's what makes and it a little... Another quarterback today, Kyle Allen. Exactly. So I don't know what that's going to mean. So I, I don't mean, know. Maybe that's heavy run, and then I could just 
yeah, they'll lose to Miami, but who cares? I'll get the fantasy points. The you know? one thing I'll say, Scott, is you know I don't think Kyle Allen versus you know Davis Mills really makes a difference. To be honest with you, Kyle Allen, you know he's competent as a backup quarterback. Certainly not. Um, I don't think he's any huge drop off from Davis Mills from what we've seen. So I think I would still lean slightly towards Pierce. I'm intrigued by Samaj P. Ryan a little bit, especially without Jamar Chase. As I it's tough though, because like you said, you know, you know Pierce is gonna get those eighteen touches and, and, and yeah, he's still catching catching against the run too and you know, and then I'm thinking yeah. am I just be chasing points with Samaj and Yeah, that, so. no, I, I, I think I think you're right. Like Samaj is the only one who I would even consider, but I think and you know, and you're right. It's tough because Pierce is a good player, but at this point, I think you just take the volume. Um, you know, and the the other thing is when you've got a, a running back who is going to get those eighteen to twenty t- touches, it's so hard to play someone like Pickens, even though he's got the ability. It's hard to play him over that running back because you know it, Pickens the same thing. He's going to need to score the touchdown to kind of make his day worth it, and those are tough to predict. You know. Okay, thanks, my man. Thank you, Scott. Colts are also really difficult against uh, wide receivers, the best in the league against fantasy wide receivers. So uh, tough matchup for George Pickens uh, on Monday Night Football as well. Let's try Ali, who is in Rogers Park. What's going on, Ali? Hey, Jeff. How's it going, man? Thank you so much for taking my call. My pleasure, man. Uh, So I had a wide question. Uh, I needed uh, four from these two. So I heard what you said about Trevor Simeon starting for the Bears. So I had Mooney. I benched him for Marquevious Brown. And then I have Curtis Samuel starting also. Uh, and then I have um, I have DJ Moore on the bench. So, I mean, yeah, so you need two of those four. So you got Mooney, Samuel, Marquise Brown, and DJ Moore. I agree with you, Ali. I would Marquise Brown of those options is the first one. I want okay. in, and then I think I lean for Samuel ever so slightly over DJ Moore here. Got it. Okay, and then I heard what you had to say about Ron, uh, Rondell White from Tampa Bay. Rashad, you Rashad him White over Pachenko. Rashad, sorry. No, no, that's okay. I started him. Is that is that okay to start him over Pachenko? Yeah, I think. To, yeah, I think today that is the move. I like. Don't get me wrong. I like Pacheco, but. Um, the one thing with Rashad White is this Cleveland Browns team has been atrocious against the run. So I like Pacheco, but I think I, you know, I laid it out last week too with him. The one problem is that KC, Andy Reid, you know, just does a yeah, great job of designing red right. stuff in the red zone. And so even though right. they get plenty of opportunities near the goal line, oftentimes it is a, a passing touchdown. So that's the one problem with Pacheco. And because I like the matchup for Rashad White, I would use him today over Pacheco. Okay. Thanks, you are awesome with the capital A. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, Ali. And uh, yeah, I'd always, I always do like to just, uh, you know, I'm not trying to be uh, obnoxious to the listeners when I correct the names. I just want other listeners out there to know who we're talking about occasionally. Don't don't get me wrong. I uh, occasionally will mess up a name as well. So please, uh, if you ever catch me, feel free to correct me if you're on the phone with me. But uh, that's I always try and just correct them so the other listeners know exactly who we're talking about when we're breaking it down. Let's try Tom, who's in Bridgeport. Tommy, what's up, my man? Hey, Jeff, how are you doing, buddy? How are you? I'm doing I well. Need, I, good. I need one of these three. I had four, but I knocked out Pickens. But I need one of these three for non-PPR. But let me tell you who I, who I got so far, okay? Mm-hmm. I had uh, Stevenson on Thursday. I'm going to play Rashad White with Jeff Wilson. And then on Thursday, I had Jefferson. I'm going to play Kirk. Now I need one of these three for, uh, for flex. Gus Edwards... Damian Pierce or Mark Andrews, tight end. So 
Uh, Edwards, immediately, I take him out of the lineup. It's between Pierce and Andrews there. And I think I'm still... I'm going to go with Andrews in that situation just because I think he's more likely to have a, you know, a touchdown or two and uh, just too big of a red zone threat. So I would go with Andrews over Pierce, Tom. Okay, thanks, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you, my man. Let's go on out to Mike and Mount Prospect. Mikey, hope you had a happy Thanksgiving, my man. Ah, we did. Same to you. I hope you did too, uh, Jeff. I did, I did. Thanks. Okay, I got, uh, I, I've lost um, uh, Kyle Pitts. Thank God he's one of the reasons why I'm, uh, Two and nine, so I've got a tight end dilemma here. I picked up uh, uh, Gerald Everett. He's got a great matchup against Arizona, who's the worst in the whole league against uh, tight ends. I also have Jawan Johnson, um, who's going to be up against San Francisco, who's very good against the tight end. And I could pick up Foster Moreau, who's got a juicy matchup also at Seattle. So I'm, you know, at this yeah, at this point, Mike, I think I lean towards uh, Jawan Johnson. I believe it's five straight games with a touchdown at this point, and so it's one of those situations where it's tough to uh, it's tough to bet against him because clearly uh, Andy Dalton. I'm sorry, it's five touchdowns in five games. He's scored in four of the last five, but that's you know clearly at this point, I think it's hard to ignore him. And you know, Gerald Everett, listen, he's a he's frequently dropping balls that just will frustrate the hell out of you. Um, he's kind of also faded away since he had a, a good start the first three or four weeks. And then um, Foster Moreau, I'm, you know, I'm, he's fine. Uh, but honestly, I think, uh, I think you go with the streak here with Jawan Johnson until, uh, until he kind of like plays it out, you know? Okay. You can't be any worse than Kyle Pitts has been for all the whole season. That's for sure. That is absolutely the upside and positive way to look at it, Mike. <laughs> Thanks, as always, for the call. Let's try Dave, who's in Lockport's. Davey, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, how you doing? All right, so it's a problem of riches, but I have Jalen Hurts and Tag of Viola. And if it matters in your figuring, I also have Tyreek Hill as a receiver. So, uh, interesting. I think I might actually, in that scenario, then, Dave, go with Jalen Hurts just so that you don't get burned in the, you know, the unlikely scenario that Miami just doesn't have, a, you know, a great day offensively. I think because it is, a, it is a good problem to have, I think I would roll with Jalen Hurts just because it's, I think it's more of a safe play here and you can't really go wrong in that scenario. So I think I roll with Jalen Hurts in the running. All right, man. Thank you. All right. Good luck to you. Let's try Ron, who's in Schaumburg, who's on the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Jeff Miller. What's up, Ron? Morning, Jeff. Uh, thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. I got uh, two quarterbacks. I need uh, one. I got Burrow and Geno Smith. So at this point, I am rolling with G- uh, not Geno. I'm rolling with Joe Burrow at this point. I don't know how you can bench him. He just, on a weekend and week out basis, is clearly one of the better fantasy quarterbacks in the league and one of the better quarterbacks in football. And without Joe Mixon, you know, I know it's, it's a tougher matchup against the Titans, but the Titans' run defense is actually the scarier proposition for me than their passing defense. I think you can move the ball a little bit on Titans in the passing game, and I think the Bengals will do so. So I would go with uh, Joe Burrow at this point. You know, Geno Smith's been solid, of course, and I know Vegas looks like a good matchup, but at the same time, you know Pete Carroll's M.O. He wants to run the ball. They want to play action with Geno. And I do think that limits his upside just a bit. Whereas Burrow, you know, the sky is the limit. And you've seen it week in and week out with those, uh, you know, the five-touchdown game he had earlier this year. So Joe Burrow, I think third in fantasy football scoring for quarterback. So I think you got to keep uh, keep him in your lineup, Ron. 
while while we're on quarterback stuff, uh, you said uh, about Jackson in the. Uh, I have a two quarterback league. I got Jackson and Carr, but I also have Pickett. Do you think I should uh, put Pickett in? No, no, no. Can't uh, I can't endorse that. And again, this doesn't you know. And maybe this gets to the larger point, Ron. Is I'm not saying that you know Lamar Jackson is definitely going to outscore Kenny Pickett. That's the one thing you know. I just there's a certain level of player where I'm not putting him on the bench, you know, for a guy like Kenny Pickett because Kenny Pickett is so unproven at this point. Um, and most weeks you see why he is, you know, they're still questioning whether or not he's the solution for them in Pittsburgh. So, you know, it's just a matter of when the way I approach fantasy football, I want to rely on my studs whenever possible. Um, the idea of putting Lamar Jackson on the bench, that would be, that's more the idea of, you know, uh, I'm just trying to think it through here. Like, if you had someone like maybe you've stumbled into now this week won't work, but like you've stumbled into Justin Fields, you've got both Fields and Lamar on your roster. Now, obviously, Fields not going to play this week, but that's a question where you ask yourself, okay, well, might I consider using Fields going forward because Lamar has been so disappointing? And I think if Lamar plays poorly again this week against Jacksonville, then yes. But in two quarterback leagues, I, I don't think you can really consider putting Lamar Jackson on the bench. Chances are you're not that loaded at quarterback. 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. I'm Jeff Meller. Give me a call and we will discuss your lineup dilemma as we continue to roll on here on ESPN 1000. The Fantasy Football Show with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. That's 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. Do, da, dip it in. You can get with this or you can get with that. You can get with this or you can get with that. Upset Bruin, Morocco. The Moroccans take a 1-0 lead on Belgium here when the 74th minute of the World Cup could be an upset type of day here. Costa Rica got Japan early this morning 1-0. And we've got uh, Canada and Croatia on tap at 10. And then what could be uh, the the game of uh, the group stage, Germany and Spain. That one will kick off at 1 o'clock, I'm sure. Curious how many of our listeners right now who are talking fantasy football with me here on ESPN 1000 will try and find a way to watch that while the NFL Sunday is occurring. Interesting. I'm sure not as nearly as many as uh, I expect, but I will be doing my best to uh, keeping that on a monitor as that, as I said, should be the uh, game of the uh, group stage here, at least the initial uh, most anticipated one. All right, rolling on, 312-332-3776. I told you I was multitasking. That's what happens during the World Cup, folks. When you move it to the winter in the middle of a football season, you're going to get a distracted Meller talking soccer, talking fantasy football. What a combination. Let's try. Let's go on out to Mo, who's in St. Louis. Mo, what's up, my man? How you guys doing? Uh, so my dilemma, I have a, I'm a two-quarterback League, 10-man league, and Justin Fields is one of my quarterbacks. Okay. So that's a little problem, but I do have a, a bench open, so I'm going to put him down. Here's my dilemma. There's like a couple of ideas here. Matt Ryan versus Pittsburgh. We got Perkins versus Kansas City. Now he's, you know, like last year, Mike Jones threw for about 400 yards when he went in as a backup. You mean so Mike? I got Mike Jones. You mean Mike White, Mo, right? Mike, Mike White, and I'm, I'm sorry, Mac Jones. 
Mac so Mac Jones, Jones yeah. yeah, I got four of them. So Mike White, Mac Jones, Bryce Perkins, Matt Ryan. So I got to get one of those guys. Which one? So yeah, well, I think. Uh, I think you got to go with Matt Ryan in that scenario. I mean, there might be limited upside. I know uh, Pittsburgh's defense, especially with T.J. Watt, is a different animal. But um, they've been susceptible in the passing game. So I would use Matt Ryan. I'm okay with that, especially in a two-quarterback league as your second starter. You could do far worse, and um, most of those options you threw out there feel worse to me. Mike White, yeah, he did have the... One productive game last year, but of course he did kind of fall away after that. So uh, not feeling great. Certainly the Bears' defense doesn't really put up much resistance, so I could understand the thought process. But I personally would want to see Mike White play a game before I just insert him into my lineup and feel comfortable using him. So that's the way I'm uh, rolling there. Let's try Sonny, who's in Racine, Wisconsin. Looks like he has an interesting question here. What's up, Sonny? Hey, how's it going, man? Good. What do you got? Uh, just quick question. Um, you know, Kamara's just been like unpredictable for me. Obviously, with that Saints uh, offense is just up and down. I just want to know, like, what do you? Obviously, I don't know. Who do, who do you think? Either Jeff Wilson or him, or just do I stay rolling with Kamara, or, or do I just bench him? So my, I guess, Sonny, is the PPR scoring or, or standard? Yes. Yeah, PPR. Yeah, yeah in, in in PPR, man, that is that is a tough one. I still would have to use Kamara and PPR over Jeff Wilson. Um, if it if it wasn't, I would actually go the other way. It's close enough. And listen, uh, I can understand if uh, you personally the matchup's really good for Jeff Wilson today. And like you said, Kamara has been you know hit or miss. But I personally, my philosophy start your superstars, right? And Jeff Wilson is not at that level you know, yet. You've already seen, too, Kamara have a three-touchdown game this season. And in PPR scoring, he's usually, you know, there's usually a pretty good floor for him as long as he doesn't get hurt. So I could not, yeah. I could not bench Kamara for Wilson in a PPR scoring format in my, because it would hurt too much to watch Kamara go for three or four touchdowns on my bench. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> all right, thank all right. you, man. Good luck. Sometimes it's just tough, but you got to roll it out and, and make your peace with it ahead of time. And then if you do that, I feel like sometimes it's okay. You don't, you're not beating yourself up after the fact. Let's try Scott, who's in Milwaukee. Scott, what's going on? Jeff, good morning. Appreciate getting to talk to you. This will be great. I need three of these four two who I'll play at a running back, one I'll play at a flex, and you'll hear I clearly could have worse decisions to make. Uh, Kenneth Walker. Jeff Wilson, Travis Etienne, or Najee Harris? Yeah, that, you know what? I mean, I, I love the ones where you have great options. That's the best problems to have. Those are the, the, my, you know, the most intriguing questions to answer because I feel like I've got uh, better insight here. Scott, Kenneth Walker, Jeff Wilson, and Etienne, and I'm leaving Harris on the bench. I know Jalen Warren probably not going, or at least not trending in the right direction for him to play. But nevertheless, you know, and Najee looked better last week, finally, which you know was the first time all year. I actually liked what I saw from him, but it was one week, and the Bengals' defense hasn't been that great this year, so uh, I think it's a tougher matchup for him against the Colts tomorrow uh, tomorrow night. So I, I think with your options there, I, I have no problem at all using Walker Wilson and ETN and making Harris prove for, you know, that he actually is you know, closer to what we thought he was at the start of the season. Sounds good. Appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. No problem. Thank you, Scott. Thanks. Let's try Joe, who's in Naperville. Joe, you're on the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Jeff Miller. What's up, man? Hey, Jeff. Thanks for taking my call. I no have problem. a flex question. Uh, of the three, I have Traylon Burks, James Robinson, or Jarek McKinnon. 
So I feel pretty easy going with Burks on this one. Um, you know, there's really, you know, no other. McKinnon, he's an interesting play, of course. But, like, you know, I don't even want to start Pacheco for the most part. And McKinnon is actually, you know, behind him in the pecking order of Chiefs running, back, running backs I want to start. So I feel pretty good using Burks in that scenario, Joe. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jeff. No problem. Let's go on out to Jerry, who's in Darien. Hey, Jerry. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, thanks for making it. Yeah, I'm struggling this year. I don't trust myself. I need two of these six. Latavius Murray, Brandon Ayuk, Chris Olave, Traylon Burks, Harris Campbell, or Curtis Samuel. I need two full-point PPR. Uh, Okay, so full-point PPR. That does... So Alave for sure, lock him in. I yeah. think Jerry, most weeks you you know feel comfortable using him. He's he's proven at this point. I think he's a trustworthy player. You want him in your lineup week in and week out. For me, it comes down to Latavius Murray versus Traylon Burks here, and the you know the one issue is that the Tennessee Titans don't like to pass a ton, right? Obviously, they're going to lean on Derrick Henry whenever possible. Whereas Latavius Murray. I think he's, you know, he caught a few more passes last week, and with the release of Melvin Gordon, I think I actually am okay using Latavius Murray at this point. Um, like you said, I think because of the PPR format, uh, Traylon Burks takes a little bit of a hit there. So I think I would go with Murray and Alave, Jerry. All right. Thanks a million. No Thanks, problem. Jeff. Thank you for the call. Always appreciate it. 312-332-3776. Rolling on with uh, Lou, who's in Elk Grove. Lou, you're on the Fantasy Football Show. Hey, good morning, Jeff. Good morning. I got, I got, a, I need a running back and a flex. I'm hanging on to this last playoff spot here, but I need a, either Pierce, uh, Pacheco, uh, Gus Edwards, or Trey Lombards. And it's uh, full PPR, you said? It's full PPR, yeah. I already had underperforming Gabe Davis as, as one of my wide receivers. Mm. Okay, so that's interesting because that does make, you know, I do like to know that stuff when possible obviously thanksgiving week plays a little bit weirder than your normal situation because you've got more games right. more more information available to you i think you definitely got to use pierce um and then okay. it, and then ah, because it's ppr lou i think boy pacheco though against the rams it comes down to pacheco versus burks for me and because again because it's PP, you know ppr is not helping pacheco in this situation but again, that doesn't help Burks either, in my opinion. So I think I actually would use Pacheco against the Rams um, because I think okay. there's a potential for a, a big day for him. So especially because you're trailing here, Lou, I think I'd go with Pacheco. Right. And then what do you think about real quick? I know you only take one, but real quick on Brady and Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I'm going to use Brady here, Lou, against the Browns, especially coming out of the bye. I love the callers who say, listen, I know you only take one question, but I'm still going to go ahead and push the limit and uh, ask you a second one. Uh, I do appreciate uh, all the uh, listeners who try and sneak one in. I can't help it. When they throw it at me, I can answer quickly. But that's it. No breakdown. That's all you get, Lou. 312-332-3776. One more segment to go. Xander and Hanley coming your way at 9. And then I'll be back with Dion Miller breaking down Bears and Jets, of course. If uh, you're just joining us and you missed the news, looks like Justin Fields is not going to play today. All signs pointing to Trevor Simeon. Ian Rappaport reported that there's a slight chance Fields will be given an opportunity to maybe in pregame see what he can do. But all signs look like Trevor Simeon is going to be starting for the Bears. We'll have plenty more of that 
I'm sure with Xander and Hanley at nine. And of course, Dion and I will be talking a lot about it from 10 to noon, leading you up to kickoff of the Bears and Jets. But until then, up until nine, it's the Fantasy Football Show here on ESPN 1000, presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. The Fantasy Football Show is back with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. How's your lineup looking? It's not good. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. If I start him and then he doesn't play, I literally have nothing in the bank. I have no backup. That's 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. this out there at you if you like it you can keep it if not just send it right on back deshaun watson is currently available in 57.8 percent of espn fantasy leagues he is set to return next week when the browns take on the houston texans in houston so if you're in need of some quarterback help and you don't care about the morality of the situation, you figure, you know what, I'm playing fantasy football. If I don't do it, somebody else in my league will, and I'm not passing judgment. I completely understand and have done so in several of my leagues. He's available in about 58% of leagues, so there's a chance that he could be a solution for you down the stretch or maybe just grab him, put him on your bench so that your opponents can't reap the benefits of the obviously morally ambiguous situation we're dealing with for a fantasy football player. But just wanted to put it out there for anybody who may not be aware. He is available in almost 58% of leagues. I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show here every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Taking your calls, breaking down fantasy football with you, of course, presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Let's try Mike, who's in Lombard. Mike, what's going on, man? Hi, good morning, Jeff. How are you? Doing well. Good. I, uh, in a, I'm in a one-point PPR league. I have an open position at wide receiver and one in flex. Uh, like one of your other callers, I got hit hard with Gabe Davis, Dallas' D, and Jamal Williams over Thanksgiving. But I need two of these five. Olave, Rashad White, Christian Watson, mm-hmm. Campbell, and Donovan Peoples-Jones. So, Mike, uh, Alave and Rashad White are easy ones for me, first and foremost. Then it comes down to Watson versus Paris Campbell. Are, and you, you laid out the players you laid out. Obviously, no one performed exceedingly well. How about your opponent? Did, you, did, you, did they do anything yeah. against you here? Yeah, yeah he's, doing, he's got me by 22 points right now, and he only played uh, two, two players. All right, so... Um, you not you didn't get crushed though. It's not like uh, it's not like he had uh, Justin Jefferson or you know in a, like a Ramondre Stevenson combination here. Um, I think right. I think I'd go with Paris Campbell as the third. I think he's a little bit safer than Watson in that scenario, and I like Alave and Rashad White. So I'd go with Paris Campbell for the safety in the PPR mm-hmm. scoring format. But if you wanted to take a chance, you know, and swing for the fences, Watson would be the play over Campbell. The problem is, you know, we know that uh, the thumb issue that 
Rodgers is dealing with this week. We've heard all the stories and reports that it's more significant than your average, typical broken thumb, which seems like problematic enough. So I think I would still, I'd go with Campbell here, but, you know, Watson would be the only alternative if you wanted to swing for the upside with his big playability. But, you know, that thumb injury concerns me a little bit, not to mention the Eagles are a tough matchup as well. So I think I'd go with Campbell as the third, Mike. Okay, the third, but Alave and, and Rashad. Wentz yeah, those those are no brainers for me. Okay, great. Thank, thank you, Jeff. I thank really appreciate you. it. No Take problem, care. man. Let's try Dave, who's in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Hello, hey there, Dave. How you have a good Thanksgiving, my man? Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, I want to say one thing. I've never said all these years of calling you. Thanks for taking my call today, Jeff. <laughs> no problem, Dave. Uh, uh, yeah, my Thanksgiving was good. How was yours? Uh, it was good. It was good. Can't complain at all. And the Moroccans have gone up two nil on the Belgians. Go ahead, continue. That's not. Right. That's not why you call. I got it, a Dave. quick. Uh, I need uh, one of three uh, PPR here. I've got a, quite a few guys that are off this week. I've got uh, Lazard, Olave, and P Ryan. All right, so uh, Alave, you know, I've been giving him out all morning. I think P Ryan's the yep. only one who I would consider, but I think with the PPR format, I'm using Alave there, Dave. All right, thanks, Jeff. No problem. Thanks for making the call, Dave. Always appreciate it. Uh, Dave is a regular. Let's try Arnold, who's in Homewood. Arnold, what's up, my man? Hey, what's happening, Jeff? (laughs) You tell me. What do we got? All right, so Damian Pierce has been performing bad for the past two weeks, and I got Nahi Harris on the bench. Is it time for me to start Nahi Harris? (sighs) Boy, um, you know, I think I I had uh, someone who had a, a... Similar situation with a bunch of uh, people in the mix as well. I think I'm. Yeah, st- I heard that question. Yeah, I think I'm still using uh, Pierce over Najee Harris, um, just because I like you know Pierce. I think I feel like is involved more as the uh, focal point of their offense. And again, I think the Dolphins can be run on. So I expect with uh, Kyle Allen under center today for the Texans, we're going to see a lot of Pierce. And uh, I don't trust Najee Harris just yet. He had a couple touchdowns last week, so that was obviously uh, that was much better from him. Yeah. But, but I still don't completely trust him just yet. I'm gonna, I would use Pierce against the Dolphins. Yeah, it's kind of like Harris got a. It was done in garbage time to say. No, it's, that's a great point, Arnold. That definitely right. uh, boosted his stats there a little bit. So hard to trust completely there. All right, thanks a lot. If he does well next week, then I might start. All right, yeah, that's probably the uh, better way to approach it. Let's continue on, Mike in Montgomery. What do you got, Mike? Hey, Jeff, I uh, I need one of these three players. Okay. Uh, PPR. I've got Najee Harris. Another Najee Harris question. Uh, Michael Carter. And uh, Cordell Patterson. Ooh, all right. So I think in this scenario, now this one, I actually would. Cons- I think I use Najee Harris over uh, Patterson. You know, they're they're definitely. It's not the same since he's returned. Clearly, they have. You know, not they're they're working in four different running backs in in Atlanta now. Patterson might still be their goal line back, but the reality is um, his touches have been reduced probably for the best too with the knee injury you don't want to overuse him i mean for fantasy purposes we want that but the reality is they want to keep him healthy so uh i think patterson hasn't really you know made his way back completely to the type of player he was before the injury so i think i'd use Najee harris in this scenario because uh even though michael carter you know in the ppr is a good situation i think Najee harris uh you know he's he's probably going to see twenty five to thirty touches. So yeah, and of those guys, I I, you know I like him a little bit better. So 
All right. Thanks for taking my call, Jeff. No problem. Thank you for making it. Let's try Jamie, who's in Hammond. Jamie, you're on the Fantasy Football Show. Good morning, Jeff. Listen every Sunday, but first time ever calling. Hey, I got Allen Robinson on the bench. DJ Midkiff's available. My other two receivers are Higgins and Thielen. I'm wondering if it's worth dropping Allen Robinson since you were talking about Stafford's injury and mm-hmm. or whatever, just not playing very much and maybe taking a chance on Midkiff. Absolutely, Jamie. I don't know why uh, DK Metcalf would have been released. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't either. That's why yeah. I was just calling. Yes. All right, yes. thank you. Yes, hang up and pick him up immediately. Drop Allen Robinson, who is not going to play today. Let's we're coming up with the two-minute warning. This is the two-minute warning. And that'll take us to the two-minute warning. All right, fast and furious here as we wrap things up here on the Fantasy Football Show. Hanley and Xander getting set to take over at 9 o'clock. Let's try Dave, who's in Merrillville. Dave, what do you got? Hey, what's up, man? I got a half-point PPR. I got two flex spots open. I have okay. ETN, Rashad White, and Michael Pittman. Uh, ETN and Rashad White for me there, Dave. All righty. Thanks, man. Thank you for getting up with me here on ESPN 1000. Let's try Eric, who's in Madison. Eric, what do you got? Hey, Jeff. Thanks for taking my call. I need uh, two of the four. Darnell Mooney, Mike Evans, George Pickens, or Peoples-Jones. I'm going to say Evans and Pickens there, Eric, I would go with in that situation. All right, we've also got Alonzo wanted to know he's got Dante Foreman or Christian Watson in a PPR. I would use, boy, I think I'm using Foreman there. Don't feel great about it, though, Alonzo, i got to be honest. Steve in LaGrange wanted to know Debo or Alave. Boy, standard scoring, too. I think because of the hammy injury, I would use Alave, Steve, and just because San Francisco likes to spread it around. And then finally, Mike in Atlanta wants to know three of the four wide receivers here. Alave, Josh Palmer, Paris Campbell, and Devontae Smith. Mike, I would go ahead and of those options, I think I would put Devontae Smith on the bench. No, scratch that. Put Paris Campbell on the bench. Alave, Palmer, and Smith. There you go, Mike. All right, that does it for us here on ESPN 1000. Thanks for listening, folks. Every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m., the Fantasy Football Show. I'm back with Deion Miller coming your way at 10 o'clock as we break down Bears and Jets. But up next, it's Xander and Hanley coming your way. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Football Show presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the fine folks at Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Thanks to my man, Charlie Bevins, behind the glass as well. Talk to you. Talk to you at 10.